Hello, and welcome to the Partners for Access Rare Disease and Cell and Gene Therapy Weekly Roundup. I'm your host, Max Rex. Every week, we at Partners for Access will bring you the most important news developments from the orphan drug and cell and gene therapy world, and what they mean for you. This week, we will cover the CHMP recommendation of the gene therapy Luxterna, Novartis's global restructuring plans, and Alexion's acquisition of Sintimune, a clinical stage biotech focused on antibody therapies for autoimmune diseases. In this week's gene therapy news, the European Medicines Agency's Committee for Medicinal Products for Human Use, or CHMP, has recommended the gene therapy Luxterna for the treatment of a rare inherited form of blindness. Luxterna, manufactured by Spark Therapeutics, has yet to be approved by the European Commission, but in most cases, their decision mirrors the CHMP's recommendation. Luxterna was given FDA approval at the end of 2017, making it the first gene therapy approved in the US. The US price tag is very high, coming in at around $850,000. Luxterna, manufactured by Spark Therapeutics, has yet to be approved by the European Commission, but in most cases, their decision mirrors the CHMP's recommendation. Luxterna was given FDA approval at the end of 2017, making it the first gene therapy approved in the US. The US price tag is very high, coming in at $850,000 for the treatment of both eyes. But price negotiations in the EU will not happen until after full approval in Europe. US sales in the first half of 2018 have only been $6.7 million, but analysts expect this to grow to more than $300 million in the next few years. This won't, however, be the first gene therapy approved in Europe. Strimvelis, initially developed and marketed by GlaxoSmithKline, but now owned by Orchard Therapeutics, was approved in 2017 for the treatment of ADA-SCID. Given its high cost and the need to go to a specialist hospital in Milan for treatment, very few patients have been treated with Strimvelis thus far. The difference between Strimvelis and Luxterna is that Luxterna has a much larger number of potential patients. There are likely more than 1,000 patients in the EU who could be eligible for treatment, as opposed to the handful of Strimvelis patients. If Luxterna gains EMA approval as expected, more challenges await Spark. EU member states who are all about cost-effectiveness and budget impact will make price negotiations very difficult. Now, on to Novartis, who are currently undertaking a massive global operations shakeup. Here is Aparna to tell us more. Pharmaceutical firm Novartis announced this week that it will shed more than 2,500 jobs over the next four years as part of a restructuring exercise. The majority of the layoffs will take place at its headquarters in Switzerland, which will see over 2,000 jobs vanishing, mainly in four factories and also in a business service unit. In addition, the company is also seeking to close a manufacturing facility in Grimsby in the UK. So what is the reason for this restructuring? A number of things are happening in Novartis. The company acquired ophthalmology firm Alcon and is set to spin that off as a separate standalone firm. It is also seeking to boost its operating margins to around 35% of sales and sharpen its portfolio focus on emerging technologies like cell and gene therapies. These changes have accelerated in the past eight months following the appointment of the company's new CEO, Vas Narasimhan. 
Not only is Novartis reducing its personnel count, but it also sold a part of its consumer health business to GlaxoSmithKline and cut its uh, generics portfolio by shedding over 300 products to Indian drug maker Aurobindo Pharma. So it appears that Novartis is looking to reinvent itself in the fast-moving biopharma space where having a sizable scale may not be essential to a successful future. Rare disease biotech Alexion Pharmaceuticals has announced that it is buying Sintamune for $1.2 billion. The deal involves an upfront payment of $400 million, with an additional $800 million, depending on whether they reach certain milestones. By making this deal, Alexion is getting its hands on Sintamune's stable and novel antibody products that target the neonatal FC receptor. The most advanced and most prized of these is their lead candidate, Sint001, which is currently in Phase 1b 2a development for the treatment of rare autoimmune diseases, such as warm autoimmune hemolytic anemia, and Pemphigus vulgaris. Alexion are perhaps best known for their blockbuster drug Celeris, which at one point was the most expensive drug in the world. However, Celeris is nearing its patent expiry in the next three years or so, which will result in a sharp decline in revenues for Alexion. Alexion has recently been rebuilding its pipeline of rare disease drugs, and this acquisition of Sintamune is another example of this. Earlier this year, they spent over $800 million acquiring Wilson Therapeutics, a small biotech developing a treatment for Wilson's disease. Shares in Alexion jumped off the Sintamune announcement, suggesting that investors believe that Alexion are positioning themselves well for a post-Celeris world. And that's it for this week. For more news and analysis, go to our website www.partnersforaccess.com. On the 18th of October, P4A's managing partner, Sophie Schmitz, will be chairing a panel discussion on the challenges and solutions for rare diseases at the BIA's London-based event. Register now at the BIA's website to find out more. Subscribe to our podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts, and please do share your thoughts in the comments section. See you next week. Thanks for listening.